0: back in so you all just got booted out of the tattoo parlor by salty nancy after you asked too many questions about eyes and uh and whatnot and doris is now with you um, as well um who uh has also seen some things so you're on the boardwalk on the seedy boardwalk the the air if it's possible has or the hue has gotten even darker red um which is very unsettling and that inky um reflectiveness of the uh, off the uh, off the ocean is still there as well since you're on the bay on the bad docks what do you want to do
1: for some reason the, the when you see the sky is getting red all I can think of is Zelda <laughs> like the crimson moon <laughs> like oh no
2: the blood moon rises once again
1: yep. <laughs> that's exactly what came I, into my head I, I like, always oh, just fuck. skip her
3: <laughs> narrative. I'm like oh I get it you're <laughs> sad and scared I'll save you but not before, I, I'm just going to keep climbing some mountains for like 16 hours. Um, oh,
1: yeah. I keep putting it off as long as possible.
3: <laughs> the end of the game is like, I was watching you the whole time.
2: Why were you fucking around so much?
3: Yeah, kind of. But did you die? <laughs> yes, hundreds of times. Um, I would like to um, propose that we go talk to, that we try to get in touch. I would love to see if we could tag, get Esther and Wy- Wyman in the Mm -hmm. same trip, but Wyman's my priority. What about you all?
1: I'm down to see Esther just because I want to fuck
0: with her.
3: Yeah, I want to pick I want to let's go. I would love to pick Wyman's brain about what exactly happened. Oh, so many years ago.
0: Oh, fantastic. Um, So is your plan then to try to go to the police station? Is that like where Uh, I was hoping
3: that I would that I would that I would catch them both at Esther's. Do you know what I mean? In some capacity, like
0: at her house? Yeah,
3: does he, okay. does he live with his mother? This is an
0: important yeah, question for us to that's determine. That's a great question. Mm-hmm.
3: Has to be a yes. I, maybe maybe a better way of phrasing it is, can he live with his mother?
0: I think he certainly lives with his mother. Um, yes! <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> of course he lives with his mother. Um, I think that's very, very true.
3: Then that's, that's where we go.
0: Fantastic. I'm imagining an
2: election commercial, a sheriff's election commercial, where he's like... I'm, I'm, well, I'm in Darwimble and I <laughs> live with my mother. So, you know, there will be no scandal in my past. That's, I know that's not his voice.
0: <laughs> uh, all of my voices are distinct um, and definitely of, of some <laughs> of like a very specific person. So like, how dare you? Yes, of course. He sounds like that. Uh it's one of my many skill sets uh, i'm a chameleon with voices um don't you know um hold on i one of you has a condition have great, interesting
2: character voices that just is not the voice you
0: did for him <laughs> okay let's say okay because you're, you're no longer lawless right baby though you're still paranoid right
3: always and stick to your
0: stomach <clears throat> And sticks to your stomach, so don't forget to put that condition in there in case you get another one, because you might. Uh, because here's the thing: as the day progresses onward, so we were in the morning, we're still in the morning now. Um, it's getting riskier to be out as it's getting uh, as it's getting redder um, and redder uh, as you're on your mission to discover this information. And so I'm going to ask each of you at different times to roll uh, a night move, depending on where you're going. And if you're going to Esther's house, I think it should be Baby, who has to roll this move because she's paranoid and also because of her relationship with Esther. So... Um, Esther, or so a baby, um, just as a reminder of the night move, when you do something risky or face something you fear, name what you're afraid will happen. If you fail or lose your nerve, the keeper will tell you how it is worse than you fear. And then you can choose to back down or go through with it. If you go through with it, roll with the appropriate ability.
1: Huh? I'm not scared of Esther. So I'm not sure what I'd be afraid of. I guess if anything,
0: (sighs) It's risky, though. So you can think about, like, how it's risky if you're not afraid of it. So when you get to her street, for instance, like, it is a it is a sundown town. Like, there's, like, there's nothing here. Like, it's just, like, it's, like, very, like, spooky, like, in terms of, like, it's just got... It, there might as well be, like, a, a tumbleweed running through it. It's, like, you all are the only people who are walking around this town. And it's still just, like, mid-morning.
1: I don't trust Esther, so I... Would assume if we are going into her home that she might be, there might be other people in the house that we don't know about. For me, it could be an ambush point. That's. That would be my fear because that also kind of lines up with my paranoia.
0: Very on brand. Yeah. So I would say that um, not only could it be an ambush point, but it could be a situation in which you are all incapacitated, um, perhaps very seriously injured, uh, if you are attacked, uh, and then you will not be able to finish your mission of figuring out the ritual. So go ahead and roll with your night move if you want to continue.
1: Duh. Of course I'm First dice was a three, and the second was a six.
0: And then because you are uh, paranoid, I want you to roll with disadvantage as well. So roll me a third. 6
1: All right, I'm going to jangle this one real good. No, I'm not. It's a three. The <laughs> so low, Two lowest, three plus three, six. I went just with composure, which is just one. Great.
0: So seven. So seven? Okay. Yeah. So, um you're at the front door and baby because you aren't scared you have been leading this charge to Esther's house no problem um and and you're not scared at all and you knock and you wait and you hear that there's nothing inside
1: great y'all know what's about to happen name three objects motherfuckers
3: i immediately start looking around (laughs) Breaking and entering objects. into a police officer's house. I can see the sheriff, Name not a police officer. Name
1: three objects. <laughs>
3: uh, well, I have a hat pin.
4: Got a hat pin. Great. Two more. Uh, big, um, like, r- rock from the garden. Fantastic. One more.
3: Uh, is it bad
2: to say the key under the doormat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it,
0: Ben.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I could do another one. Okay. It could be a thermometer. The- a thermometer? Yeah, like okay, you know, like, like a plant thermometer.
1: Okay, okay, wait. I can I can use all of these things. So obviously the key will get us in, but I'm going to use the thermometer as um, I'm going to use it as kind of like the uh, fail safe alarm system that <coughs> in the theater. We're going to put the thermometer into the crack of the door. As we enter, so that if someone leaves, boom. Aha, 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 aha. And then safety pin, that's just going in my hand. <laughs> and rock, let's see. Rock also in hand. I have now two weapons. <laughs> Don't forget Chico in your bag. Oh, he's a good boy.
0: So wait, little okay, guard no dog. Key.
1: we use this hat pin. We're going to jingly jangly rock in hand. Not going to use that yet, just in hand. Thermometer, once we get in, going to go in the door crack bingo bongo. Let's go.
0: Awesome. Um, In the distance, as you make your way inside, you do hear like a distant rumble of thunder. Just something to keep in mind, just like in your brain buckets, just like it's There, uh, but you go into this quaint little house. It is filled, obviously, with lots of tchotchkes from uh, Esther's life, um, and it seems very much like it is Wyman's childhood home. Um, they have lived here for quite quite a while, um, and it is not like it's not the hugest house, but it's not um, it's not it's not super small either. Uh, but it definitely has you know the normal things: a kitchen, a living room, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, what kinds of things would you like to do in? this sheriff's house
1: i would like to move some furniture
0: (laughs) i love it baby
1: rearranges the living
0: room excellent
1: not a ton i want to do it just enough to fuck with them i would like to move everything like five inches off thank you Uh
3: all right i love it i'd like the metal (laughs) i'd like to search i want to search uh specifically if i can find wyman's room or whatever it is if he has like I don't know if he's got like a guest house in the back or whatever, or like how. Or, oh, in no, he's race in the car basement. Bed. He's in the basement. Who are we kidding? He's in the basement.
0: <laughs> he's in the basement. He's totally in the basement. Yeah, he's got like he has got a uh, a single bed still. Race um, car. Race car. <laughs> Obviously, it's a race car bet. Um, we're just saying things that are canon now, uh, and um, yeah, it's a it's it's a very modest room, but it's most definitely his. You can see that he's got, um, you know, his like his closet of of uniforms and and various things. Um, what do you want to look at in this room?
3: I want to find anything, anything I can find from high school, because he was eighteen when he did this thing. So I'm very much of a mind to be like to find any information I can find about him at the time that this that the that the bar was closed when it was closed.
1: Like a yearbook. Yeah, that would be real good. Or oh, any trophies yeah,
3: or something like yearbook would be amazing. Like if I open up a yearbook and like mm-hmm. see like because him, I imagine he went to school with some of the people that were at this bar. What were some notes? What were some things? Anything? Junior year yearbook versus senior year yearbook, that sort of thing.
0: Oh, I love Polaroids. it. Polaroids. <laughs> yeah, all of these are great. Okay, so um, go ahead and roll for metal. Roll for metal and we'll see what we find. And what are your conditions right now, Miss Eddie Roo? Uh,
3: I am foggy-eyed and inappropriate. All right. <laughs> I'm not sure Same. what foggy-eyed is, re- is refers to, so you'll let me know
0: uh is is mostly like like your your eye, one of your eye like that feeling where you just can't get one of your eyes clean i don't know as somebody who has a glasses like it's just like it's impairing your vision just a little bit is is what's going on that's
3: so frustrating yeah great all right well i got a five what is this reason five
0: okay so you got a five
3: but i'd love to put on a crown um,
0: so great you know but I, on, I, don't know. I don't know if you uh, can a- this
3: is one of those resolution moves though so we're okay
0: uh, the meddling, I think. No, with meddling, you just sort of you can just put on a crown. I don't have to tell you anything that happens. Cool. You just put on a crown. I'm
3: putting on a crown <laughs> of that void. Putting putting, <laughs> putting back on the very first shadow in the garden. Crown
0: Great. of the void. Love it. So now it is a a seven to nine. Is that right? Uh, you sort of thumb around, um, and you find um, you do find a yearbook, um, and. Uh, And as you're sort of flipping through, you can see that um, uh, there's actually not very many signatures in here. It's it's a pretty empty book. Um, It's like, you know, not a whole lot of people interacted with him. You do see one signature and it's from his mother. Um, And it's just like, yeah, (laughs) the best boy in the whole world, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then uh, when you sort of when you flip to his picture um, specifically, uh, you find um, that there is a um, a note that it says that says, um, way to look out for Blythe nahi.
3: Way to look out for Blythe nahi.
0: Mm hmm. Um, and uh, if you show it to. Doris because Doris you're the one who worked in the theater right yeah I actually
4: I was gonna come down to this room also so that works
0: yeah Great. So, Doris, for you, because you worked in the theater, you worked at the Wood Bay Community Players that is now um, the BWB Bravados. And you remember the story of Blythe Nighy, but it takes you a minute because people weren't talking about it a lot. Um, but it's a rumor about a ghost that haunts that theater um, named Blythe Nighy, who died in the theater under suspicious circumstances, um, people say you know that she blesses or curses the productions, depending on who you ask. Um, but the story goes that she gouged out her eyes after a performance of Oedipus. Inspired, apparently. Um, but maybe it's because of something she saw that's always been sort of in your mind. And that is your clue. Ooh, wait.
4: Okay. So was this a real person,
0: the rumor? This is... This is a ghost story okay, that yeah. could be true, could be not true.
4: Cool.
3: And somebody else wrote that in his Yeah,
0: book. somebody said, uh, way to look out for Blythe Nighy in his book.
2: I got it in the... Uh, the.
4: Oh,
0: wonderful. Perfect. Thank you. Cool. Um,
4: Doris is going to look at this yearbook with Eddie Rue and tell this story that she's vaguely heard to her. First, she wants to... Like, talk to Eddie Rue, and Doris is just very withdrawn ever since the tattoo shop. Mm -hmm. And she just says, Eddie Rue, I'm just really at a loss. I can't stop thinking about my own demise. And I know that you have just seemed so calm and collected these past few weeks. And I just, how do you, what's your secret? Like, I... I don't know if I can keep having all these thoughts. I don't know. I don't know.
3: Uh I don't know how to answer that. Um I think I know you that you're all with me. And I think that's I'm horrified. I'm very scared. I hope you know that I'm scared too.
4: I th- I think I knew I just I didn't know how that it was that deep for you because you are just so composed. Well, I, and I, no,
3: I, I, you know, for a while I was like, oh, you know, ghost stories, you know, nothing like Jesus, but I think at a certain point, you know what, very recently I just sort of It's a different, you know, if you had asked me this two days ago, I think I would have given you a very different answer. It would have been very fun, very flitty. Mm. But something's wrong. And no one else but us seems to be doing anything about it. And that's what's getting me through. When this is all over, I'm sure I'll have a mental breakdown with you together over many pints of Ben and Jerry's ice cream.
4: That sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's honestly really helpful because I. And it's helpful to hear you say that you lean on all of us because I've just the past hour, I've just been having some really dark thoughts about like, who knows who you can trust in this town and you know that you're all my ride or die, but I just. The person leaving Salty Nancy's was Ginger, so I'm just I don't know i had a real i was like i don't know if i could trust who can i trust this this person who i thought was wonderful and we but but hearing you say that makes me remember that yeah we're all in this and yeah so thank you
3: well now we have another thing in common we've both been finger blasted by a maiden of the void or whatever
4: we're in an elite core what can you say
3: got to get the other two in on this. I feel behind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, Lane. (laughs) Lane, I just want to remind you, you've got the eye now. Uh, Yeah, Lane Lane produces
2: it from her large bag and says, well, she roots around in her large bag for about 10 seconds and produces it (laughs) and then says, oh, I know exactly where it is.
3: Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure.
2: Listen, I, it's not like I was listening in or anything, but I, I got to say their bookshelves don't have anything very interesting on them. Let me just put it that way. If you asked me about religion uh, 10 years ago, I wouldn't care. If you asked me nine years ago, uh, I would say some crazy shit. If you asked me two days ago, I wouldn't care. And if you ask me now, we don't know what the real religion is, so we got to find that out. We might be closer than anyone in history to figuring that out.
3: We and some other groups of people in this town, unfortunately. Where's Baby?
1: Y'all are in the basement, or you're upstairs still?
3: We're we're downstairs.
1: Okay. Um, Can you tell me quick what is in the fridge?
0: (laughs) Sure. Um, There's definitely some sandwich making. There's a casserole. There's a casserole. Um there's probably a baked ham. Yep, there's lots of things in there. What do you want to do to the food and I'll tell you if it's in there?
2: Holy shit.
1: <laughs> as I said, I have procured a bunch of different solutions and things. I didn't bring pept- pepto bismol, but um as an old woman, I do get constipated every now and then so I do tend to carry around some laxatives and I would just like to enhance some of the refreshments just looking just looking for you know maybe some milk maybe the casual might be a little bit too hard for me to uh freshen up but yeah
0: yeah you definitely find some milk uh, there's probably like two full like big jugs of them because Wyman loves milk.
3: Mm.
1: Amazing. So we're gonna make it extra creamy. Oh my so God. we can do that. Of
3: <laughs> course, Wyman loves milk. <laughs> Ugh, it's disgusting.
0: Um it's whole yeah, milk too. Is, Let's is just Wyman be very clear. my dad.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna imagine that when Esther was with us enjoying books before she left and made her own little excuse of a book club. I know she loved my soup, and I know she was never a good cook. So I imagine there is basically chicken broth with two noodles in it, which I am also going to add some flavor to. I'm going to add some of Teddy's tincture as well that I have crafted, just to make it really, really nice. I want it to be Gordon Ramsay's finest. So I'm just going to put a little bit of that, because. You never know. We are in foreign territory. I want to make sure that should something come up later on, that we have an easy out. That's what I'm doing. I'm just um, seasoning. She obviously is just the caucasity in this house is just too much. (laughs) And (laughs) frankly, I'm
0: insulted to be here, but I'm trying to make myself more comfortable. (laughs)
3: I'm putting that on my fucking wall.
0: I love it so much. Um, yeah, so like above you basically, above you all who are in the basement, you st- you, you heard uh, baby moving furniture. Like you just heard hey, hey, every few minutes and now you hear nothing. And so you know she's doing something else. Um, and I will tell you as the keeper that you have probably found all the clues that you can find in this house. Um, Might
4: I clear distrustful based on my... Intimate moment with Eddie Rue. Uh
0: I was actually going to ask if you were considering that a, um, yeah, yes, cozy please. move. Lovely. I think so, one hundred percent. And those cozy qualified.
3: moves. I, I don't get to do that too because it was it was Doris's cozy move.
0: It was Doris's cozy move. Yep. Yeah.
3: Great. That's what I thought.
0: All right. So you have now reconvened in the living room. What do you want to do? Where do you want to go?
1: Well, they're obviously not here. I don't want to get caught. I don't think you ladies do either.
4: I'm feeling curious about Janice. Oh, yeah.
1: I would love nothing more than to see Janice. Let's go.
2: Yeah, she'll and probably have a lot of fewer vampire books.
4: And her station is right by the door, so if we need to get out quick, that seems nice.
3: I will say, and you know, as as Eddie Rue looks out the window, it's getting dark already. We probably have to get to the bar soon.
0: Well, we'll be
3: fashionably late.
0: I don't think that you can tell if it's getting dark because it's actually later in the day or if it's just darker because the world outside is getting darker in terms of that red hue. But yeah, it's definitely feeling like things are coming to coming to a head for sure. Before Um, we leave,
1: is there mm -hmm. any does Esther have any like clothing or accessory items just like in the foyer or living room?
0: What would you like, baby? My agent of chaos. What would you like?
1: Just like a handkerchief. Yeah, sure. Amazing. I'm taking it. Thank you.
0: That's You're good. welcome. Add it to your cozy place, would you? Oh, it's cozy as fuck. Great.
3: Speaking of um, that, does, are there any stray guns around that I could just have?
0: <laughs> no, unfortunately, there's no stray guns. <laughs> I can't believe I would just like.
3: I've already. I really should not have used my my gun from my cozy place in episode one just to like show somebody that I had one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gonna say you jumped the gun
3: could have yeah, hey. used yeah wow okay Yeah. well eddie used Let's her gun on.
2: and we found a bunch of <laughs> ammo boxes but because she used the gun we can't pick up the ammo boxes <laughs> it's okay. true it's true oh, resident Evil. oh yes
0: uh, who would you say of all of you is like the, the, the least excited to go to the bookstore
3: the least excited I'm definitely to
0: to the-, the most excited <laughs> I know I think Who's it's, rolling prob- this n- it's probably yeah, me
3: because I'm pretty focused on the bar.
0: Tell me what you're are, what you're nervous about, like what, like what you're afraid will happen. Um, if you, if you go, if you fail or lose your nerve,
3: I'm afraid that we'll go to the bookstore and the ritual will happen before we get there.
0: Mm. Okay.
3: I'm afraid. I'm afraid that, th- that we're running out of time. or that we Great. will run out of time.
0: Fantastic. Um, the way that it'll be worse than you fear is that there is, um, there is something unknown moving about in this world, um, that you will confront.
3: Great. What was this? What would this be?
0: Composure? Yeah, let's say composure. And then decide if you're affected by your conditions. I don't, uh, foggy eyed. Not for this, I don't
3: think. And not inappropriate either.
0: I don't think so. No.
3: I mean... Is that really a condition for Eddie Rue? Just say.
0: I don't think it is anymore, but like we gave it to you at some point for some reason, so keep it, it was right funny. now, I guess. It's yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> all right. Well, it was funny. Here we are.
0: Eight. Eight. Great. You are able to absolutely make it all the way to this place, um, but you are feeling extra, extra twitchy, Eddie Rue, um, about what's, what's happening. Um, Because you also have the highest sensitivity, right? And so um, I think that you will gain the condition, um, something's over my shoulder. It's slightly different than paranoid. There is something that you feel like is following you. Um, 100% that is, that is a feeling that you have as you come into this bookstore, um, as you come into candlelight bookstore, how has this place been affected by the midwives of the fragrant void? Um, how, how is it being affected by their presence?
4: I think where there was the, the staff picks shelf or like featured books shelf, it's still there, but there's no signage on it. And all the books have blank covers, and if someone asks about them, I bet Janice is like, oh, you should take it home and see.
0: Love it. That's so eerie.
2: I think uh, if you look at the events calendar uh, in the stairwell, like on the way to the, you know, from the first episode where we had that whole uh, that whole ballet around the soup, um, if you look at the events calendar, it's just like after like the bar thing, it's just like there's just X's on all the
3: days.
1: And there's a very... like Tea tottering pile of books right before you get up top.
3: Yeah, I will say maybe that's 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 also the thing. Most other books have not been shelved. There are just piles of books in places, and most of the shelves, with the exception, especially noted exception of the staff picks bookshelf, are starting to look rather spare.
0: Excellent. Um, when you enter as well, it does feel like it's been abandoned. Like Janice isn't behind the counter, the sun, like it doesn't feel like it's sunny at all in here. Um, and and it just, it feels like, it feels vacuous. But you can sort of see that there is Janice and Janice is looking behind a a, a bookcase, very, very suspect, and then, and then hides herself again.
4: Doris is gonna have her hand on her bowie knife and should be like, not take it all the way out of the sheath, but just like be ready for something.
2: I think Lane puts the charm on and does her usual routine of, Oh, Janice, I know it's not, I know it's not Tuesday, but, and then she takes a a bottle of water out of her, a large bag and says, is it the beginning or the end of your ship? Do you need a, do you need water? How are you doing today?
0: Uh, and, and you can see that she's very tentatively looking, um, out and she and she runs to the front of the store and she locks the door behind both of you and she flips the sign to close and she's just like, she's like what are you all doing here?
2: Well, if you did that, I think you know what we're doing here.
0: <laughs> what are you what? Janice, what the hell are you doing? What the, What are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. You really, really shouldn't be here. They didn't want you to come here. They really didn't want you to come here. And she's she's like looking all around.
1: As the longest resident for book club, I think we have more authority to be here than anyone else
0: except you. This has nothing to do with book club. Well that's unfortunate. Then why is are you here? Come on, come on, let's go back into the store. Let's go back into the store. She hits the light so it goes completely dark in there, and she pulls you into the back of the stacks.
3: I do not go I, I don't I hang back, just so you know. This is a this is severely more panic than I thought this conversation was gonna be.
2: So are they are they here? Are they upstairs?
1: Name three things, please. Name three things. Just uh register tape. Register tape, great.
3: Um uh the King James Bible. <laughs> yes, love it.
4: Uh a novelty pair of socks that's being sold. Yes. Yes. <laughs> God fucking
1: damn it. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Um Okay. We're in the back of the store. It's just like behind the shelves, right? It's still open area. It's not like a back room. Yeah. Yeah. It's still open. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. So King James Bible. I'm going to start tearing pages out of it. We are making kindling tape taping between bookshelves as like, you know, when they do the prank or somebody walks in a plastic film, got tape. Cool. Socks, putting them over my shoes to make me quiet. We are now ready for whatever's coming.
3: (laughs) This is a preparatory move. You're like, I'm MacGyvering in anticipation
0: of getting a clue. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready.
0: Listen, I'm paranoid. That's fair. I love it. I love it. What about the rest of y'all? Because she is like, she is panicked. She's like pulling you out of view of the windows. She's just like, what the fuck are you doing, baby? Oh, okay, fine. Whatever. Janice, what's going on? She's being stealthy. And then Eddie Rue, you're still at the front of the store, right? I'm still, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm not
3: letting them out of my sight necessarily, but I am not readily joining this person in a, in a quickly darkening locked room who I've been told not to trust. So I think actually, do you know what Eddie Rue is doing? Compact mirror. Now is the time to open up that compact mirror and be like, should I trust Janice or should I trust the sheriff? because those are my options in this moment.
0: Excellent. I'm going to let that hold for a second. I'll tell you why in a minute, but like all right. You're looking in your compact mirror trying to figure out who to trust. Um
3: just doing a little makeup. Hold on one second. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Um, And Janice is going to talk to uh, the three of you who've come this way. And she's just like, look, it's dangerous. These people are dangerous. I couldn't talk to you at the fair because they wouldn't let me. Okay? they're trying to keep us all separated. They're trying to keep us all under their thumb. Do you understand?
2: Yeah.
1: The last man who tried to keep me under his thumb mysteriously disappeared. We'd love to hear more.
2: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, What what leverage have they got over you?
0: I mean, my store. They're trying to take over the whole town and they want to take over the store. They want to take, o- they want to get rid of everything. All of it.
1: Well, knowledge is power. That checks out. What
2: else? What do they want to make it?
0: Uh, One of you roll me a meddling move. Lane, do you
2: want
1: to do it? Do
2: you want me to? No, go ahead. Thank okay. You started this line of questioning.
1: Mm-hmm. I was busy ripping up the King James Bible. <laughs> but i oh. I'll go in, you know. This
2: fuck. Is this podcast has now lost the Catholics.
0: <laughs> yep, we That's never a shitty version anyhow. So to be fair,
1: okay, I got a four and a four.
0: Love it. Great. She's like, I I, I don't know what they want to do with that. They only tell their members everything, but they want to control the town and not only that but they want to control life i just saw mabel and she was talking to me about her mother and it made it sound like her mother her mother's home
1: wasn't she dead
0: yeah she died yeah you were at her funeral she died Listen,
1: when you get to our age, you're at a lot of funerals, but go on.
3: (laughs) Isn't Bill dead too, baby?
1: Unfortunately, yes.
3: Wait, fuck, is my agent dead? (laughs) I don't think that's what we're getting at. No, I think... Because did Baby share that she saw and spoke to Bill on the porch? Oh, I thought that we had all been in on that. My apologies.
1: No, because... I cool. came so in. You're advantage.
3: So you're at the advantage in this moment. I see.
1: Yes. Yes. The only thing I disclosed was that I had a dog, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm going to now pass to JS to pet. Maybe this will help you feel better. <laughs> okay. So, you know, there are stressful times. A lot of people can hallucinate when they are going through some duress. Maybe that's what's happening with
0: Mabel. Did anybody else see Mabel's mother? I mean, I didn't see, I didn't see her, but she was talking like she was coming back. And I mean, Mabel wouldn't get mixed up with these people. So I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I just, I just have a feeling that, that, and it, and she starts coughing and she doesn't stop coughing and she's doubling over and it continues. It continues. It Lane. continues. Time to
3: go. Lane.
0: Lane. <clears throat>
4: Let's go.
3: Lane yes do you see anything right now what (laughs) (laughs) good lord lane i gave you a gift
2: (laughs) oh 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 i was like what the fuck are you talking about uh and lane like is rooting in her bag for like another 10 seconds even though she just put brought this thing out um and brings it out and is like i'm pretty sure this thing is a choking hazard
1: I'm gonna start bringing, like, going under the tape that I set up, and like stacking books in front, kind of like cask of amontillado style. <laughs>
3: <That's> amazing.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you.
3: We're burying her in here, in her books.
0: Yeah, she's still coughing. Lane's like holding yeah. this
3: evil, like, like what? What do you want me to do with this?
0: Okay, Give it back.
2: Lane, Give it can back. you can you yeah. stress somebody, outside, somebody please? Else. Stress
1: outside, please. Let's go.
2: <laughs> what you wanted to choke on this? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Give it back! You don't have no. You, wonder, you, you Oh, someone do the fucking Heimlich maneuver, Doris.
3: We're
1: <laughs> yeah. We're gonna head out of here. We've got crumpled Bible pages. We're breadcrumbing close to the door.
3: We're not helping yeah. her.
1: No,
2: no, we're and not. It's like, it was we're it in and out. up, or was it
3: up and in? I oh take, shit! I, I take the I take the eyeball as we're as we're leaving. I just turn the eyeball and look back at Janice and see if it gives me any information.
0: Oh, you're just going to leave Janice there? Lena's going to
3: try to do the hind maneuver that she doesn't know how to do. (laughs) Yeah, nobody else is doing anything and everyone's telling us to leave. So I thought that's what was happening. (laughs) But I wanted to use the eyeball on on Janice as she starts to cough after giving us this information. Also, should I trust her?
0: Yes. Thank you for the reminder about the compact mirror (laughs) because yes, you, you will have learned something from there, uh, in a minute. But yeah, when you look at her, um, when you look at her, you can see that like, it looks like there's like a hand reaching down her throat, like a, like a, um, mage hand essentially like, right. Just like reaching down her throat, um, as she's coughing and she's just like reaching for you all. Um, and just like and pleading for you to stay, but she can't talk anymore as she continues to choke. Um, is, is, and, and is
2: Lane's very bad and potentially harmful Heimlich maneuver doing anything?
4: No, I okay. think I think Doris would say, Lane, if she's coughing, she's not choking. We've got to get out of here.
3: <laughs> we have to help her. We have to. I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to reach into my bag and grab my smudge stick because I have I, one. I have
1: a lighter in my bag.
3: Light me. She lights it. And then I I am just going to say, come on. Teddy, help me out here. And just start smudging her. Be like, we've got to help this. We I I I don't know what else to do, but I something is choking her right now. And I hand the eyeball to Doris, who (laughs) might know what it does.
4: Got it. Dragging Lane's ass right now. Just drag. No, I'm dragging
3: (laughs) Ben. I'm not even dragging Lane. I'm just straight up dragging Ben. My dear, my dear, my dear friend from the internet of so of almost ten years. Hey, imagine, imagine if you will, uh, someone's choking,
2: and then. You're like, you're like, <laughs> your, your friend's hints. like, says the hey, eyeball. get up this tiny object that can also make you choke if you put it in your throat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, forget, forgive that person of forgetting that it's a fucking magic item. <laughs> Lane chucks uh, it at her
2: like a baseball yeah. and it bounces well, off. No, yeah, it's great. It's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if we make that cannon, we're going to have to see if it survives. <laughs> uh, no, Lane doesn't
3: have the eyeball. Lane doesn't have the okay, eyeball good, to throw good, right good, now. Okay, good,
0: good, Just checking. Doris has That's the right, eyeball. are we talking about the evil, eye, evil
2: eye
3: or the eyeball? Because you gave me the evil eye charm. I gave you the eye of the void.
1: You have the eyeball, Ben. Oh, I thought you
3: were giving me an evil eye charm. No, I gave you the eyeball. I was like, here, take this gross eyeball that can tell us, that can see. Ben, how do you you know so much about things on the internet (laughs) and not?
1: How are you so smart? It's so dumb. (laughs) You were talking about evil eyes. (laughs) I
3: thought it was an evil eye. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the baby had the eyeball of the void anyway i'm smudge sticking janice and i also did i get anything from the compact before i do this
0: uh here's what i'll say that you got from the compact um is that you saw in the compact um not an answer to your question that you can really discern um except that it was a secret stone staircase um that was uh, winding someplace um and you couldn't tell if it was up or down but it was like it was doing it, it was like you were twisting around in, in different arrays uh for this for this it staircase it was an mc escher staircase yeah yes Fuck, i hate those yes um and that is another clue as well so in terms of the smudge and the and the eye you're not seeing any difference that hand is still there and you can see that she is losing she's losing it in fact she stopped choking at this point and it's just it's inaudible like she's and it's and it's 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 over like she is she just sort of reaches out for you one more time and falls
3: passing out
0: yeah
1: i have a pen i saw this in a sitcom i could aspirate her they did it on Buffy, which I have watched. That Baby. is Kevin.
3: I don't know that's going to do anything. I'm I mean,
4: really regretting not taking the medical <laughs> Maven move right now. It's
1: I've funny. only watched Days of Our Lives and Buffy. Is Janice, I think we have to run. Is
0: she moving or is she just like still on the ground? She's, yeah, She's she's not moving. It looks like it could be over pretty soon.
2: So Lane runs over to this uh, to Eddie with his eyeball and like looks in the eyeball and sees that there's like this arm. And it's like, wait, there's a fucking hold on. And Lane like goes over to her. Now she's on the ground, like puts her foot on her chest and then like grabs at where the arm could be. And just like mimes trying to take it out. Like,
0: do you see anything? Is this working? Is this doing anything? It's not doing anything.
4: No, Lane, it's not.
3: Um I have like uh I, I feel like sensitivity is the only thing that could possibly help here. It's gotta be an occult move. Give me the dog. <laughs> Trust me. I'm gonna I just I, I wanna do an occult move where the dog is a void attack dog. <laughs> where I can where we can create sort of like a familiar who can Perhaps can it can like can grab can grab whatever that thing is and like rip it out of the, you know.
0: (sighs) I love it so much. Uh,
3: (laughs) Hello. Hello, Puppers. No. I rolled a five total. Mm. So I have to put on another crown of the void, which means my sensitivity is two and my reason is negative one.
0: Great. (laughs) I love it. Um, so yeah, Chico is standing there and is growling, um, uh, at being held by, by you. And not only that, um, Eddie Rue, but as you are holding, um, Chico, uh, Chico starts to look at you, um, very intensely and you can feel, um, that your heart is actually speeding up. Um, it's like, you can feel your heart pumping faster and faster violently fast um as you stare at this dog um uh and he he's growling and he's barking at you um as your heart just continues to just go so 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 fast
3: um i don't think there's anything we can do and i give i, I just put the dog down
0: awesome uh your heart starts to slow but you can hear that as your heart starts to slow chico starts to growl um, at you and, uh, and, and is backing away from all of you.
1: Mm-mm. No, 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 That dog is in my hands. Come here, you little thing.
0: Chico actually growls at you, baby, um, too bad. and snaps and snaps at you
1: too bad. You're coming in my arms. Guess what?
0: I got a sock. I can put in your mouth. Roll me a night move. If you're going to do that, baby. Will what do. are you afraid of? What what will what, what are you afraid will happen if you fail or lose your nerve to subdue this dog?
1: I mean, at this point, I'm not afraid of bites. Listen, I'm old. I've been through some things. I've had some terrible husbands. I'm not afraid of a little little bite. I am afraid that maybe something will come out void like or like girt like grudge like <laughs> out of it like animorphs. That was, that was the thing at the time. Maybe Chico is actually a child, but other than that, not to worry.
0: Maybe Fantastic. It, yeah. So if, um, if you fail or lose your nerve at, at subduing this dog, um, not only, uh, will you potentially be injured, but this dog is, um, is calling something towards you all.
1: Fantastic. I got socks. And I took some food from Esther's house. So we're gonna win this puppy. I am the whisperer of the dog. That doesn't look great. That's okay. Sick. I got a three or four and a four. So seven.
0: Seven. All right. I'm gonna pet that dog. (laughs) Yeah, you pet that dog and you can just hear the low rumble of it um, in your your arms. Uh, and it, it will be subdued, but it is growling at everybody else. It is not happy to be, uh, to be in this company anymore.
1: That's fine. I have Slim Jims that can win over anybody. So we will just, or like Vienna sausages. (laughs) Corey's Whatever like, he
3: says, I hear what you're saying, but what if?
0: <laughs> Basically, what Corey's saying is like, I don't give a shit about any of it. Cor- Corey's my party. like, yes,
3: this is a lovely narrative. I see consequences, but I choose to disagree. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're not doing it. I love it. I love it so much. Um, So yeah, so you all are now um, surrounding um, Janice's lifeless body, um, and there will be conditions for that because you just watched somebody uh, be strangled to death in front of you all. Um, So I think that we should probably get some conditions up in here Um, based off of that. And three of you are still sick to your stomach, so that's something, too, to think about. I'm not sure what the condition should be. Maybe the condition should be um I would offer what I offer breathless. I don't know. Lane, Ben looks like you've got one.
2: Yeah, I mean I it's sort of like uh couldn't help or right? <laughs> like useless.
0: Helpless. Yeah, useless. Useless is great. Yeah. Excellent.
3: Yeah. I feel like um over maybe, maybe um oh geez. I want to I wanna incorporate the heart the heartbeat thing. Yeah. But it's not overwhelmed is wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like
0: yeah, it would be far
3: too I think too wide reaching, (laughs) of the thing to say. Um,
0: Would it for you manifest uh, as heartless now, where like you were trying to help, and then it hurt you that badly that like now you're heartless. Heartless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: But which one should I? Which should I? uh, I'll I'll knock inappropriate off and put that in because I have to take another crown of the void.
0: Uh oh. Where are you in terms of retirement now? I'm not there. Great. Oh yeah, because you wiped them all this morning. Thanks so for the Lord.
3: I'm just I'm just uh up to uh Doris.
0: You're gonna talk about death a lot, great. We're not
3: quite we're not quite obsessed with the void though.
0: Yeah, I'm worried about
4: <laughs> I'm worried about the implications of having three conditions. And if I get a fourth, that means I have to take a crown of the void and that crown of the void would give me another condition. Seems bad.
0: Uh-huh. Ah yeah. So what do y'all want to do? Janice is, is here on the ground. The lights are off. The clothes sign is turned over. We have a wonderful contraption made by baby of receipt tape. Um, and you have a growling dog that is growling at everybody but baby. Um, what do y'all want to do?
1: Okay. Do, do the rest of us know that a staircase has been seen? Like the, the Usher? Yes, staircase. I've shared that with everybody. Great. I vote that we go on it and I can create... At least some type of loud barrier to buy us more time should someone try to chase us on
3: it. I just need a minute. Okay. okay. Before we do it.
2: <clears throat> She's fucking dead. She fucking died. And we couldn't do a thing about it.
1: I'm having conflicting conditions with guilt and paranoia of like, yes, very, very sad, but also like, we have to go.
3: <laughs> Baby, can we go back to your house, please?
1: Sure. Sure, sure. And I have some some soup I can heat up real quick. If we need fresh I'm just a little peckish
3: before we go to the bar.
4: Sure, 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 sure. Okay.
3: And I'm going to take whatever flowers are in the vase.
4: I would, it, this might be too specific for where we are in the store, but if Doris wants a farmer's almanac of 1997.
0: Yeah. So I'd like to take that. I think that's fair. Yeah. That. These are words I haven't
1: heard in so long
0: there was nothing else that you wanted in the store great all right yeah so we can be we be be a babies.
3: and i want to uh just be at the kitchen table with baby who i assume is making soup or at least i'm just some reheating
0: food. some yeah
3: and i want to say i um maybe this is all very scary and uh i'm feeling um as if uh well you know we'll all die it's me specifically we'll die today
1: why are you afraid of dying
3: well <laughs> we just saw and we've seen so many. And uh I've seen all these visions and was bleeding this morning from my eye and I have the hand I have a handwritten invitation and nobody else does and
1: mm-hmm. But death is an end to some things, is it not?
3: What? It's an end?
1: Death is an end. It is an end, and it has an end,
3: right? Sure, but I'm having so much fun.
1: And maybe we can have fun in whatever comes after.
3: I just want to know if I look pretty today. You
1: look beautiful, more beautiful than the sunrise, on top of a hill. You smell fresher than cleanly mown grass. You're... Presence is as refreshing as Brindle Bay on a warm summer day. You're welcome. And that's a moment that's all yours and no one can take away from you. It's yours right now, and it will always be yours.
3: You know, I um I don't talk about my daughter very much. Mm. But um but she wrote me a poem she wrote me a poem when she was very little, and it had a lot of those things in it. And I just wanted to um, it was cute or you know, one of those little take home projects. Mm. But um, so thank you for that, because that was a nice moment with her, and uh, it made me feel really good.
1: There's a lot that we have seen and been through. And
3: I don't know about you, but I feel like we still have quite a ways to go. We sure do. And I will take foggy-eyed away from me for that cozy move.
0: Baby, you're making soup, which is part of your cozy activity, correct? Hell yeah! Is there an intimate conversation you would like to have with someone? (sighs) You can think about it, because I think Doris has one.
1: Let, let Doris go. I need to marinate.
0: Yeah.
4: How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think Doris is gonna Doris is gonna go over to Lane. Um if it's cool with you, Lane, I feel like we're in like the sitting room of baby's house. Yeah. Um and Doris is gonna take out a just some spare I thought I still had the postcards, but I spent them. So just like a little bit bits of paper out of her bag. And she is going to rummage around in her backpack and then uh, be like, Lane, do you have a pen on you?
2: Uh, yeah, Lane's rummaging around in her bag. It's like, uh, let's see, uh, this letter, uh, this lighter, uh, mirror. Uh, am oh, so so I just have this pencil.
4: Pencil will be great. Anything. Here's the, here you go. Ugh, thank you. I just, this morning I was going to write, I was going to write my friend Ethel a letter and I didn't get to do it. And I feel like if I don't do it now, I don't know if I will be able to. So I don't know if you'd like to join me in a letter or if there's anyone you want to write to, or I don't know. You, well, you might have one of those fancy word processors, but by, by now, I don't know.
2: No, you know what? I, I'm more of a, I'm more of a phone person, mm-hmm. but my phone doesn't work anymore. So I might take advantage of the mail.
4: Yeah. Well, if it's helpful, if, if, we get out of this. I, I might have a spare battery you could use to recharge your phone or rehook hook oh, up you. to your phone rather. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know if you know anything about ports cause I think I ripped it out of the wall. Don't operate your phone with a stick.
0: Noted. Noted. Yeah. Um, I'll also offer, sorry, I'll also offer that this is, I think, the time of Felicity, Um, and Felicity famously recorded um, her letters on a, um, uh, like, Walkman, so you could, instead of physically writing, Narrate your letters um if you were to write in that way. I mean it's it just does a like different offer, especially because I believe that it was it was around in 97. So it's also thematic.
4: Yeah, I love a Walkman. I remember as, watching as it, it. Love a Walkman. She
3: worked at Dean and DeLuca.
4: <laughs> yeah, I love a Walkman. Let's do it. I think, <clears throat> excuse me. I think before we hit record, I think Doris is gonna. Doris is just having trouble trying to like sum up what's the last thing you say to a person you care about and kind of says that out loud to Lane and and Doris says, but you you must have had, you must have had, you must be really good at this. Like you've played so many parts and I'm sure some of them were really tragic and I just feel like, uh, I just feel like I'm not one of those people that this comes naturally to, but it's important. So I'm going to figure out a way to do it.
2: I don't know, I think when you're when you're more of a professional being a real person as you are, it's a lot easier because hey, what's it all but make believe?
4: I never thought about it that way, but surely there's real there's something real behind it, no?
2: Well there's something real behind something real, that's for sure.
4: That's a good point, yeah, okay. And I think Doris will hit record and she's going to say, Dear Ethel, not to dampen your spirits, but this might be the last letter I write to you. Uh, As I've been telling you, there's some really weird stuff happening in town and it's really escalated to a point where there's something I have to do. I have to go help a friend and I'm not sure I'm going to come back after it. So I just wanted to say thank you for being such a close friend for all these years. And I'm sorry I couldn't visit you more, but I hope that you keep our letters close to your heart. Cause I know that I am with yours. Love always Doris.
2: Yeah. Lane, Lane takes the pencil. Um, Dear Darren. I'm sorry. I'm right, but I'm sorry. Lane.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, Before we go back to baby Lane, um, did you want to try to do one of your cozy moves? Uh, Did you want to try to do a cozy move at all?
2: Uh, Yeah, I think Lane takes out her last cigarette (laughs) from her, from her pack. She smoked for the rest this morning. And, um, and yeah, I, I think she's, she's going to smoke one. Uh, who, who needs a, who needs a move? Yeah. A baby smokes too. Yeah. Okay. She takes her last two cigarettes. She takes her last two cigarettes out and hands one to baby.
1: Good segue. But also, yeah, I smoke too. So give me.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's a porch moment, you know?
1: Oh, I have a porch. Oh, the dreams. Miss having porch.
2: You don't have to have a porch, but I feel like most houses in New England.
1: True. True, true, true. L'A? Baby. If this is it, is there anything else you want to do?
2: There was so much else I wanted to do. And, uh, I wasn't really able to do it after a certain point, so honestly, I think I'm just fine with what I did. How about you?
1: I think so, too. You know, after Bill left and obviously didn't come back, I found a lot more happiness here with all of you than I had ever found. Traveling, trying to settle down and finding things that I just needed to settle down with myself and the people that actually made me happy.
2: How did it really feel seeing him again? Yeah, even though you knew it wasn't him, right?
1: Definitely not. I... I'll tell you one thing. When I opened that door, he was the last person I wanted to see. Because at least if Esther opened the door, I could slap her in the face. I can't slap a memory. A drag. Hmm. Yeah, big one. (laughs) (laughs) I do think... If this is how it's going to go, we'll do what we love for the people that we truly love. And we'll have a damn good time doing it.
2: I'm not getting joked by hand though.
1: No, 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 no. Joke on something that's actually worth it.
3: Hey. And let's go back
1: inside. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> the horniest fucking (laughs) the horniest podcast the horniest game
1: but like sentiment it's it's a boner made
0: out of love i'm
3: gonna give a demon a love job that was a
0: really sweet moment and then it was like i love it i (sighs) love it
3: i gotta be and it's amazing because the game before this was thirsty sword lesbians and somehow we may have eclipsed them (laughs) (laughs)
0: look it's not my fault that every single NPC is fucking hot. It's it not is, my fault. It is
3: actually, it is actually your fault. The thing is, look, mates,
0: salty Nancy just appreciates breasts. I don't know what to tell you.
3: I'm sure Tess is sitting here listening to this and being like furious, just like, oh my god! <laughs> I had one thing. Listen, I have one job on this ship. It's stupid,
0: but I'm gonna, but do, I'm it. gonna do it. <laughs> Ah, the goddess sigourney oh so good um i think we can count that as both of your um cozy moves because i think that that worked you were already making soup with eddie rue so i think that it it all works out i'm cozy outside and inside i love it
2: cozy chain
0: (laughs) you're in this moment of pause um What do y'all want to do now that you have sort of recollected yourselves? It's 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 only barely the afternoon. Um, This day feels like it has gone on and on already because of everything that has transpired, but it is still just like barely past noon. What
1: do you want to do? Well, I do think we need to touch up our makeup and, you know, get on our night outfits because now it's going to be a girl's night out.
2: Yes, I change. Mm hmm. Elaine is wearing that uh, that very short dress from Eddie Rear that is floor length on her. <laughs> or, you know, knee length.
1: I want to go with, for my outfit, it is very 90s, so we're thinking, like, they weren't really doing, like, close-knit shapes. It was very much, like, sheath dress style. So we're going sheath, but with a mesh. I dressed for the occasion. I plan this ahead of time. We are wearing a thick, like, fuzzy... Not sherpa, but like very fuzzy long trench coat, but pea coat thickness. We're ready to go, and we've got chunky heels. Dressed, ready, glitter eyeshadow, obviously pastels only. Doris,
4: Doris, what you wearing? Hey, Doris, earlier today was wearing jeans and like a turquoise long sleeve shirt, and then like a puffy vest. And her fancy outfit is sort of just like that version a version of that but fancier so she's got like black jeans on and a black long sleeve shirt and like a like a fu- like a fun longer flowy vest that she can hide her bowie knife sheath under and like some statement jewelry
3: listen Eddie Rue comes down the stairs in a, an exact replica of the dress that Princess Diana wore to the 1996 Met Jesus Gala fucking Christ <laughs> Which is not all that crazy. It's just it's a lace a lace strap. How dare you? A lace strap. Listen. It's a lace strap, black silk, tight little dress. And it's got this like black choker. Oh no, it's just I'm sorry, it's white pearls. It's this necklace like just pearls, 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 and then this big like medallion in the middle with this black stone. Um And she's like, what? Didn't they kill her for wearing that? How do you think I got it? (laughs) I mean, like, I wasn't involved, but like, it was available. Damn. Listen, Lane, if I'm gonna die today, I'm gonna look, you know, as good as I possibly can. I like that we've gone from it was a replica dress to it's the actual dress. It's
4: the dress. (laughs) It's the dress. It's the dress.
3: But before we go, this reminds me of a mystery from Amanda Delacour. Yes.
0: Uh Uh-huh. What mystery might that be, Eddie Rue?
3: It's the mystery of the... The mystery of the sapphire key. It's one of the later mysteries... I think. And I think it's, I think it's one of the ones towards the end where it's, uh, it's not, not quite like Moriarty level, but like she's dealing with something that's been bothering her the whole time. She realizes that she needs, she needs to like, it's a thing where like she, she remembers that like, she knows that like the, 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 The biggest clue, like the murder weapon or whatever, or like the motive or the proof behind the motive that she has figured out is in this little lockbox. She knows where it is, but she can't get it. She can't get it out. And uh, she can't figure out what what to do. And it's super, you know, strong. And she realizes that long, long ago, somebody gave her uh, a charm. And that charm was a key with a little sapphire on it. She tried it. She opened it and opened up the lockbox and was able to discover and prove the murder, the murderer's motive, which was the big thing that was missing. There was all sorts of opportunity or whatever. Um, And I think, yeah, those are all the things in the move. Does that sound good to you?
0: It sounds good to me. So then I I, I then my follow up question, of course, is going to be what is this 12 that you want to take to to a relevant role or what fact do you want to incorporate it into into our current situation?
3: Well, I don't want to do that all by my own. I'll be honest with you.
0: I'll also add that you have six. You do have six clues.
3: Yeah. And this is why I wanted to do this and then I want to theorize.
0: Oh, uh, So we oh, can great. add it to our
4: theorize yeah. role.
3: Hmm. Okay. I think we need to know where, when, and how, correct?
0: Time, manner, location.
3: I feel like what we're missing is the time. Don't you all? I think we're missing the how.
2: I feel like where and when have been sort of articulated to us.
3: Because it's at this bar opening.
0: (laughs) It might not be at the bar opening, honestly. It could be anywhere.
3: Yeah, it could be a lot of different places
0: but it's interesting that we all have different interpretations of what has been articulated and hasn't been articulated
3: because when I was thinking about the how I'm just like through you know gouging out of eyes and a pools of blood and a circle or, and a chant in the space do you know what I mean well and I would say
2: that what I'm getting my interpretation from is that like we have been all specifically told not to go there except for me Right, right.
3: I think I know what it needs to be. I think that I think that they're they're, like that I am required. I think that this the thing that we should be like a part of the how is they got to kill me for whatever reason. And I don't know why. But they got to kill me. They got to do something to me like I am. Because why else would everybody but me? be getting these things right like and this is not so much theorizing but i think this is like if it gives us a how do you know what i mean then it helps our
2: theorizing you're gonna get so fucking mad at me when i suggest this
3: no i don't know if
2: that's what we think is gonna happen i do have a move where i can impersonate someone once once per mystery we've
3: decided (laughs) hey hey ben i'm not mad at all that's awesome (laughs) i'm just gonna bring that up do we, how do we feel do we feel about that do we feel about that truth
0: yeah yes it makes sense
3: i think that's it
0: all right so this is the truth of the situation is that eddie brew has to die in order for the ritual to be complete yeah this is the truth that we're going with
3: i will say in a particular like they like it needs to be like as like as it has to die as a part of the ritual mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not just in general because then you know
0: yeah, yeah, as a part of the ritual. Eddie yeah, Rue slips on a banana peel falls down
3: some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Rue falls off the side of a yacht. Awesome.
0: Okay. So then what else are you making of it? So like the for the manner, like you don't have to think about you don't have to know all the steps. You can think about like what is what is the ritual to do? What is it meant to do? Aside from raise perhaps Chiron. Like you can think about like other things that could happen with it maybe.
3: I I mean, I feel like there's so, we've seen so much about rebirth.
0: Yeah, and like resurrection.
3: And also like a veil being lifted between... I feel like it's they're trying to lift the veil between afterlife and this life. You know? I mean, I would argue with all of the, uh, you know, dead people
2: who have been communicating with us, right? Like you know the visions of people who are alive being dead the visions of people who are dead telling us uh, really creepy shit like i would argue that uh, it seems sort of like they're trying to i don't know put demons in people's bodies you know some shit
3: like that right well that's the thing i'm wondering if they are trying to do that and they because they have all been seduced by the idea of a dead per, dead loved one coming back when they are, none of those people are actually those are all, none of those, those are not them, right? Right, they're demons. <laughs> the demons.
0: Okay, so we have manor. Time, location.
3: Mm. It's the bar of the lighthouse, right?
0: Yeah, I feel like it. We haven't had anything
1: alluding, or like saying the lighthouse, but I feel like the bar is very obvious. I think the
3: bar, I think we just gotta do the bar, right? Maybe they have a basement, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like they got, like they have a, like the bar's built over something.
1: It's where the real fish tacos are made.
3: Oh God.
1: (laughs) Anyhow, we should go.
3: Sorry, are we, are we comment? Are we going to comment ping pong this place? So we've got the where we've got the how and the when is today. The when is.
0: So don't forget that you're still incorporating the clues. So like that'll help you to figure this out. Well, or not maybe help you figure this out, but it's still like, in order for the role to work.
3: No. It's at the theater. Follow me. There's there's the ghost of the person who took out her eyes. We've seen all of these different things, right? The eyes of the of Oedipus, or whatever. You know. Um, we know that we also know that the theater has been around for way longer than it probably should have. There's all these like, you know, things, perhaps even a hidey hole. I don't know. I'm just wondering if Blythe is the is the big bad. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm i wondering if that's if like it's actually Blythe is trying to come back. I'm spitballing. But, you know, what do you think?
2: Right. And I mean, we have three theater related clues, right?
0: mm-hmm because you also saw kill again in the in the mirror the compact mirror
3: Mabel's mother came home way to look out for Blythe Nye. a staircase to a hidden room there the eyes all appear in the hands in our hands i mean like we have all these this eye iconography she gouged out her own eyes before she died yeah i mean
2: i think the eye in the hands is just a, a transparent threat from like <laughs> right the well sure but like it's still a clue that we can incorporate you know yeah absolutely right but I feel like that's less location and more method. Yes.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I feel like if if it's at the theater, I feel like the time, the start time of the evening show or whatever would be significant. 8 p.m. Yeah. It's
3: at 8 p.m. Because
4: I was also thinking like midnight seems a great time for a cult ritual, but I feel like, I don't know, it seems a little late in the day. I feel like, yeah, 8 p.m. feels A right. little. <laughs> or
1: it could be a curtain call.
3: Now that I feel like that... That's nice. That feels so
0: 10, a little bit
1: more.
0: Yeah, like 10 p.m. Hey, that means you can make an appearance at Beauregard's bar if you so choose.
3: <laughs> I think we have to.
1: I think uh, I'm just putting my vote. Curtain call. I love
3: it. I like
2: I'm just going to note yeah. that I feel like if we go there, they're going to try to kidnap Eddie Rue. Because that seems like a thing that we figured out. Yeah,
4: I feel like that's either... That's either Total, total ambush situation, or it might be like a distraction from the ritual happening. Did the invitation say what time the opening was, or is it kind of all day? Oh, it's just all day. Okay.
3: Well, Lane, well, let's finish our theorizing. I think if I think we can, I think, I think having it be at the theater at 10 p.m., the manner of which is to sort of like. Kill me in some way, probably involving removing my eyes. That's pretty. That that involves all of those clues, mm-hmm. right?
0: I think you've got it. So the answer is just who's going to roll it?
2: It's a flat roll.
0: It's a flat roll.
2: I think Lane's just looking at the uh, looking at the eye and is like, "Blythe, is this you?" I sw- I swear to God, if we meet your other eye and it's you,
0: who did you dress that to? Sorry. The eye.
2: <laughs> No, but, no, who, but what who was the name that? you
0: said?
3: Uh Blythe.
0: Blythe. Oh, Blythe. <laughs> Got it. All right. Who wants to roll this? Somebody's gotta be brave. Somebody's gotta roll you know,
3: it. You know I am, but I'm just
2: Okay.
0: It's a flat roll.
2: Who hasn't rolled, right? Don't we have
0: has everybody rolled a theorized move?
2: Uh, we've only done three.
0: Oh, okay.
4: I feel like oh, I definitely did the monologue for the second one, but I don't know if I did the roll.
3: Yeah, you're right. I think I rolled the second one and you you monologued it. That's
4: what it... Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So it's 2d6?
0: Mm-hmm. Flat.
4: Cross your fingers, team. Okay. Oh, y'all. That was a one.
0: And a four is five.
2: Cool. And then a skeleton pops
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> or we cut to commercial and we do that again.
2: Oh, can we do that? Right right
0: yes. I don't I don't know if it's technically allowed for a theorized move, but we've been that sounds like a really damn good solution. So I think we should cut to commercial. Um, so what are we selling this time?
3: I think we're selling subscription tickets to a, to a roundabout theater company.
0: <laughs> Love it. Or
3: or to like stomp. It's 1997 and I think it's pretty new <laughs> I honestly don't know what's worse.
0: So the only, the only trick is that it's going to be marketed to, um, elderly people who are at home during the day for this commercial. <laughs> so it
3: can't be stopped. then. It can't be stopped. It's gotta be, I think it's gotta be, or, or is it, is it, uh, oh, do you guys, I don't know. I, I, I grew up in around New York, but, um, what's her name? Who's the, who's the choreographer who did all those things? Contact. Remember that musical contact? Oh, fuck, yeah. Um, No, I'm from the country. Oh, but
1: what? We got to cater to I feel like I know who you mean, though.
2: Yeah, who was that? Strowman. Strowman. Is it Strowman? Strowman.
3: Yeah. Yeah, did you look it up just now? Yeah. Yes. Of course he did. Strow. Yeah, yeah. I just remember. I just remember that the yeah those commercials and there was one guy who had like an eyebrow thing that he could like roll, roll his eyebrows. <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget those the These thing. are the
2: commercials that like would would evolve into what was in the back of Subway's is sort of what we're talking about, right? Oh,
3: absolutely. Is there, oh. in the back of in the, the back of cabs in the back? Oh, of we'll Cats. send you. We'll send you lots of YouTube. I'm sure.
4: When you say in the back of cats, what do
3: you?
2: Cabs. Oh, cabs.
4: Okay.
3: And the little
2: television I was like, screen. The dancers
4: in the behind the cats. Great. That makes more sense. Yes. See,
1: I was thinking cat like backhoe, like construction equipment or <laughs> nice. farming equipment.
0: Cat, I'm happy to offer, a a, like thematically, a funeral home or Life Alert. <laughs> um, sure. Since life alert we are is talking perhaps... a lot of. Perhaps death. the best
3: option here.
0: <laughs> I'm having a heart attack. And just just saying, this is some intense shit to have on during the day for elderly folks. And they're all talking about death this episode. So
3: help! I've fallen. Um, in. I can't get up. Is this you? This could be you.
0: You can all narrate it since this is a theorized move. This is not just on Dora. So I think this should be a group project for sure. <laughs> I think Life Alert. Yeah, that Life feels Alert. right. <laughs> All right, build it.
3: We open on a bathroom and a woman fully dressed, like not with no business being in the bathroom, just fully dressed on her hands and knees going, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. And then we cut away immediately. And now we are in a living room. There
2: is a man watching his television. There is an ad for Contact, the musical, the Susan Stroman musical. And it is so loud and exciting. And there's so much dancing and flashing lights on the screen. And he just goes ah, ah," and collapses to the ground. (laughs)
4: Oh. oh. <laughs> and then the third one we cut to the frozen food aisle of a very deserted supermarket. <laughs> and the elderly woman opens the door and the the peas are really high up and she stands on her tiptoes and she goes to grab them and then she slips and she collapses onto the ground.
3: And a bunch of shit falls on mm-hmm. her. Yeah, just just lots and lots of frozen vegetables just like the shelves like sh- like like shift and they all just like <sighs> fall on top of
1: her. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt helpless and alone and unable to call for help? Well, now we have the perfect thing for you. Welcome to Life Alert. Wear it around your neck and simply press the button and say you need assistance and we will call the authorities for you.
3: There's
2: a shot of each of those people like like then reaching into their shirts and pulling out the Life Alert and pressing a button.
3: Just like uh, elderly couples just walking in the park, lots of like serene, cozy activities of women and men who are all, are like very
2: active. Yeah, in the background, one of the shots, the sun is an eye.
1: 911 doesn't always work for everyone, but Life Alert can be the alert that you need to save your life.
2: Thanks, Life Alert. And then there's a really complicated blue screen of like pricing information. Lots of text. (laughs)
1: Okay, available in states New York, New Jersey, Maine, and All may apply. Do not contact if you have Oklahoma, or a class in in the Western of the states, please call one eight hundred Get Help Now. Except it's not Get Help Now; it's only Get E T A G L P. Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do, 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 do. Success! You figured it out. Okay, so we are now. You are now presented with an opportunity to to stop this ritual.
3: I think that the bar is clearly a trap so we cut to the bar and everyone's there which is to say there's there's a good amount of people there but it's I'll not i'll tell you
0: everybody who's there and then you can tell me what happens tell me every, tell i love, me, it. Tell I love me, it i love okay, it I have okay, a okay. So, so i'll tell you idea
3: bit. right now it's i'm so excited <laughs> i want you to stage. run with it so
0: so here's so here's who's there for sure um shannon doherty yes. is there um Demita dendry is there wendy wales is there wendy. frank Spitz- hmm Frank Spitznagel is there. Um, Etienne Beauregard is there, and um, he's looking a little bit confused because on his arm is Esther Derimple. Um, but Esther is very happy about this. Ginger Hale is there. Um, Sheriff Derwimple is there. Deputy Burt Halloran is there. All, everybody in town is there, essentially. Olin Dearborn, Jenna McAllister, Salty Nancy has shown up um, for this afternoon time. Um, Mabel Mooney is not there. Xavier Dearborn is there. Um, And also a very pregnant Krista Junkie is there. And then there's other townspeople.
3: So I feel like who enters but Eddie Rue? Which is to say Lane in Eddie Rue's dress. Diana
2: dress.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. We, we We all know that we're similar sizes. We're both a two. I'm just tall.
2: Yes. Um... Lynn's wearing her lifts
3: Yes Yes (laughs) Um, While the rest of us Are at the theater Ready to intercept and or whatever Does that make sense to everybody to be like this?
0: Okay, so this isn't happening immediately after you've like you've like calculated this time a little bit. I'm just
3: I'm just sort of like saying like, all right, how do you wrap that up in like a TV show? It's like we cut to the thing and the audience sees Eddie Rue go in and alone and they're like, what? No. Right.
0: Fantastic. All right. So then just to, to speed speed through that as well, um, Lane is killing it as Eddie Rue as as she's sort of flitting about the room, completely killing it all over the place. Um, but then she is like lured into a back room. Not really lured. She knows exactly what she's doing the whole time when a bag is tossed over her head. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Great. Okay. I so say. And we cut. <laughs> So then we cut to the theater um, who and you all are laying your traps. What traps are you laying for for this particular uh, for, for this ritual? Because you've arrived before you've arrived before the time. Three things in this theater. You definitely know where the good gaff tape is. That's true.
4: Obviously. Uh,
3: Yeah, G- we got gaff tape for sure.
0: A crescent
4: wrench. Yep,
3: yeah, a crescent wrench. And I want to say. Uh. A full par can. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, well, but you know how, you know the old lighting gr- lighting boards that were actually just, like, walls w- of, like, of, like, very dangerous-looking electrical connections and things? I haven't ever touched one of those. No, they were, no. because. But, hey, we, thankfully, 1997. It's old, I, 40 to 97. I haven't, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. I've been oh. patching on those. sucks. <laughs> so what I'm saying is there's lots of potential, uh, uh, live, 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 electrical wires, and I would say that that's available. So a live wire, we're gonna blow up this theater, is what you're
1: saying. Exactly, <laughs> because remember, I still have some remnants of the King James Bible.
2: It's true, you do.
1: I sure do. So we you have a lighter, aside.
2: right? Because if not, I can give you my uh, my torch lighter.
1: I do have a lighter, because remember, you and I are both smoking right now. Yes, we have paper piles, so I am making. Basically, without gunpowder, I am making trails to set up fire and electrical fires. So we have paper piles, we have exposed wires, and we have a wrench. The wrench is going to be what connects the wires to each other. So that is going to be my key. That's what I'm going to hold on to. The wires will run off to pieces of paper that will then set trails down wherever we need to go. But we are basically going to be having that. Be like the big stop button or the red button that sends everything elsewhere. Um, what was the third? So we had the light board, the wrench, the wires. That was all three things. Cool. So basically, I'm going to go in catwalk and that's where I am right now.
4: Next. Is it do you want to take this potato battery too? juice it up a little I would bit? I love yeah. the potato battery. <laughs> I give maybe the potato battery.
3: Yeah! <laughs> you said Jenna. You, yeah. you said Jenna McAllister is there.
0: Jenna McAllister was there, yeah. Okay. Um, in terms of who's coming to the theater, there might be different people. I was just letting you know who's at the bar, but yeah. Hell yeah. yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I think Eddie Rue Eddie Rue and Doris, uh, or at least at least between the two of us, it's like we've got to find this staircase. We've got to find. I'm I'm like, but the, and as I recall, the green room was underneath the theater.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, uh, what I'm gonna, I feel like we should look, go to the green room. And, try to, and we found that we found the, the loose floorboard in there before, you know, like, is there any room or are there any walls perhaps that, like, feel like the room is somewhat smaller than it should be? That's what it is. Yeah, I feel like it's like we find an entryway and like it looks like the room's only this big, but there's actually another area that if you know how big the stage is, like what there has to be something.
0: Yeah. As you look at it and it's super off, you're like, aha. And you find a door that leads all the way down, um, the down a winding thing
3: from a necklace that Etienne gave me.
0: Ooh, and can we say that the room is built out
4: with flats that Doris helped work on? And she's like, God damn it. These yes. midwives just taking advantage of everyone mm, and gets her real fired up.
0: I love I it use the so much. much. I also love that you just used the key that Etienne gave you, um, because that's fantastic. Uh, So you make it all the way down um, into into this like cavernous place. And you hear the cries of a very familiar voice.
3: It's Teddy. We run down.
0: She's shackled to the wall, but she's so thankful to see you um, as you're able to get her uh, free from these uh, from from this nonsense. And she's just like, we have to go. They're coming. They're coming.
3: We know they're coming with Lane who they think is me. Okay. We got to catch it. We got to get, we got to figure this out and we got to end this. And you hear
2: Lane outside, like being taken out of a car. Unhand me. Unhand me. I cannot do both of these voices at the same time, <laughs> but I'm going to keep great, trying. Though.
3: It's so good. <laughs> The audience knows at this point that it's that it's actually you. So it's just you, Lane, doing an impression
0: of anything. It's like in a
2: cartoon when someone like is like another character, but you can hear the voice actor is very clearly the
3: That's great. I love it.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. Um baby, you for for you, are you waiting in the cats because you think because they're gonna have to come under you to get to Mm -hmm. where they need to go? Is that the idea? Great. Um so you see that they are marching in um, lane as as Eddie Rue. Um, and you can see that who is there. But like um, uh, leading the charge is Esther, your good pal, Esther and uh, Sheriff Darwimple. Um And uh, you see Demeter is also there. She's caught on the, this like uh, this this headdress. And you see Frank. Uh, you hear Chico bark for Frank, but he's not paying attention. Um, and uh, Krista Junki, Xavier and Jones Galois. Um are all coming uh down this way,
3: but not what are you trying to do? Jennifer
0: not not there. not ginger.
1: quick question is there a fog machine? Sure, all right, girls. I hope you all have your handkerchiefs because I did bring in my purse some hot sauce. um I'm gonna put it in the fog machine.
2: holy <laughs> oh, shit, <yes. laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
1: Put on your handkerchiefs. <laughs> Let's make some smoke,
0: bitch! <laughs> <laughs> um, down below, you are hearing um, lots of noise, but you're also recognizing the, the this wall of featureless masks. Are you all going to come back upstairs, or do you want to have final showdown in the basement? Or do you want to have final showdown?
3: Well, that's the thing. I'm going to ask Teddy. Teddy, are there any other ways out of this space?
0: Nope, this is a closed room.
3: Can we... So do the question is, do we, I, I tell, I let Teddy in on what baby's doing. We could burn them all here. We just have to figure a way to get Lane out or we could scare them all by using these masks. I feel like that's a bad idea. I don't know. We got to go up. I though, think right? we
4: got, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm always down for a scare, but I don't know. I don't know if I they're going to be scared does have a
3: plan to escape. <laughs> <laughs> fine. 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 Let's get out of
2: here.
0: Great. You walk up into, um, (laughs) into a very, like all of a sudden in the back of your throat, like, Ooh, this is itchy. Um, and your eyes are maybe watering a little bit. So hopefully you all have, um, handkerchiefs that you can use to some extent. Um, as you see people, great. You see, people are sort of, um, buckling, uh, left and right, um, at this, at this fog happening. Um, who's next? What do you want to do? You've got quite a few people here. Oh, wait, Ginger is there. Sorry. Um, Demeter, Dendry, Demeter, Ginger, Frank, Esther, Wyman, Krista, Xavier, Jones. You really Jones. got my hopes up yeah, when people. she wasn't originally there. I know. I'm so. <laughs> and not Etienne. Etienne's not there.
2: Honestly, I'm disappointed. I'm glad Jones is there.
1: For me, we need to seal them in and burden them up. That's my agenda.
3: I'm with you. I don't know
1: what everyone else to is. Since I am ready to set pyometrics off, it would be good to seal doors.
3: Can I do one last uh, sort of like sensitivity move?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, some of this is going to have to be night moves in a minute anyway. We're just sort of going faster because of the time. But I yeah, want, what do you uh, want to
3: this, do? This is, this, is, this is it. This is a night move. Great. I want to look at Eddie, and I want to say, there's a lot of smoke. You've seen a lot of smoke and a lot of magic. What do you think? Think we could make me appear to them in the smoke and lead them down here? I could probably do it if you could help me, Teddy.
0: Let's do it. What are you afraid's <sighs> <is> gonna happen <laughs> if you fail?
3: I mean they're gonna know. They're gonna know it's it's not I'm afraid it's not here's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid it's not gonna work, and I'm afraid that the void is gonna kill me.
0: hmm Yep. I don't think we need to go any worse than that. if if, if it doesn't if it doesn't work, yep, you will die. Um, and it's quite possible that if you fail, all your friends are gonna die too. Let's go. Can I
4: can I help can I give Eddie Rue more advantage by giving her a page out of Patrick's notebook of plans? Like I know it's, excellent. Yeah, it's like a different thing, but I feel like he has lots of ideas. So I feel like she pulls like the perfect page and is like, Eddie Rue, I think this will be helpful.
3: That's very helpful. Thank you. But I didn't need it. Perfect. Twelve.
4: Hell yeah.
3: I got a four and a six and a plus two.
0: Let's go. Let's go. So tell me what happens.
3: I think Teddy and Eddie Rue sort of like hold clasp hands and look at each other. And, and like in this moment, sort of like we see Teddy's sort of like connection to the void that she has had this whole time. And it's this moment of like perfect clarity between the two of them and they turn in, in uh in unison and sort of like like blow a steady stream of air out into the fog and the fog sort of like curls and lifts and swirls and becomes a perfect image of eddie rue in a very different dress than the one that lane is wearing a one that is much more um That's actually the golden dress from earlier today, right? And she walks out on stage and says, and says, um, oh, what did she say? I don't think she says anything. I think she says, I've been waiting. And she goes down and she, and she walks down and starts like saying like, I've been waiting. You're all morons. And walks down and like leads her their way, tries to lead them out or whatever, which gives Lane whatever she does.
0: Yeah, there's like some double takes about, wait, this is Eddie Roo. this is Eddie Rue, and they all um, like charge and down. And
2: Jones is holding Lane in place uh, on the stage on whatever like improvised altar that they've made for this ritual. Um, and uh, Lane drops her Eddie Rue voice and just says, you are always a fucking hack. And Jones looks down and sees that Lane has her torch lighter in her hand slipped from beneath the uh, the dress, And it's just lit and burning his pants and they are on fire. (laughs) As he unhands her, she kicks a trap door and falls down.
4: Yes. I would say while all this is happening, Doris has been going around to all the doors, which I imagine are double door, like crash bar push doors. And just like tying them shut with her many ropes and like really intricate knots that she's learned. So all the doors are like it would take someone a while to try to untie that even if the building was on fire.
1: The potato has been connected, and the curtains are starting to catch fire and burn down.
3: As that all those things are happening, it's just after they're like right rushing after the Eddie Rue, the smoky Eddie Rue, who gets leads them down into the thing, uh, into the circle, and they and she stands there like ready, and they all rush and get their masks and like start hurriedly prepping. And just as that happens, just as they're about to like start um, at the fake Eddie Rue, her face twists and turns into the face of Mabel, the former owner of the theater, whose eyes then get removed, like turn bloody and like black and become, and she becomes Blythe, the ghost. And then she says, well, welcome to my home. And as that happens, all the burn begins And the rest of us just walk
2: out. And of course, Jones joins them like on fire already. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I forgot to try out of it, Jones. Yeah.
0: And yes, the rest of you just walk out um, and you stand there and you watch the place burn. And as it burns, the hue, the red hue of the town um, slowly fades back. And you can see that the inky mirror, black mirror that was over the um, ocean slowly closes um, and is no more. Tell me what happens to you after this. How are you changed by what happened here?
3: Do we get arrested (laughs) for arson? I feel like we did secretly undermine an authority figure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We killed two cops and a cop mom. But we didn't.
3: With what evidence?
1: I think my aftermath is that I spend my time making food for rescue dogs because now I have Chico and he's inspired me to feed other dogs and give them a nice home.
0: I'll add that as it, as it burned by the way Chico calmed down and it was like all the darkness was removed from him and he became sweet cuddly pup again.
1: That's my boy.
3: I think Eddie and Teddy live together. I think they just decide to live in this just to live in the same house and Eddie doesn't date as much anymore. They're not a couple. They just sisters.
1: They're there for stability, cohabitation, grounding.
3: Eddie makes sure that Teddy gets out of the house and Teddy makes sure that Eddie stays in the house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Balance.
4: Doris makes a point to visit her friend Ethel a few towns over and her daughter Stella a few states down the coast way more often. And she also starts volunteering with Wendy at the Lighthouse Museum so that if anything else weird comes up, Doris can keep an eye on it.
2: Uh, Elaine, with Doris's help, installs a new telephone uh, and upon learning that her agent has indeed been killed uh, (laughs) and replaced uh, and then, you know, died again, I guess, uh, (laughs) works is working to find a new agent and perhaps, you know, go back on the stage one or two more times at least since, you know, whatever was there, it's gone now.
0: Mabel, who's not in the in the midwives, but whose mother was back and then is now gone again, does reach out to you many a time to say, really? All female Hamlet? Uh uh? So uh,
3: the voicemail beeps. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I feel like maybe maybe like the last shot of this is everybody at I don't know, somebody's house, who's whoever has the biggest TV. Probably Doris. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sitting down and we're all sitting down and we're finishing up our soup just as an episode of Law and Order comes on that Lane is going to be on where she's going to play a judge mm. uh, in a small scene. And we're all like, oh, good job, Lane. Good job.
4: <laughs>
3: they took the ga- they took the gavel away from me.
4: <laughs> Doris has definitely <laughs> set up the, the VCR to record it so we can watch it again. Later.
0: Chico is
1: eating my popcorn.
3: (laughs) And and Teddy is smoking us all
0: up. As the lights sort of fade on this and created by comes up on the screen. Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. (laughs) Dick Wolf. (laughs) Dick Wolf. How dare you not mention the name? (laughs) End of episode. End of series. It was lovely playing with you all.
4: Dungeons & Drama Nerds is produced by Todd Bryan Backus, Percival Hornack, and Nicholas Orvis, and is mixed and edited by Anthony Sertel-Dean. Our Wood Bay campaign features Christopher Dierksen as Eddie Rue Dubois, Ben Ferber as Lane Walter, Corey Flores as Baby Garcia, Shannon Wade as Doris Makoviak, and our keeper C. Meeker. Consider leaving us a review on your podcast app of choice or supporting us and getting access to our patron-only bonus content at patreon.com slash Nerds. You can find our social media and website links, including our cast bios, at the link tree in our show notes. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Dungeons and Drama Nerds.